Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Welcome to Nerdist Podcast number 636. Uh, The fun, comfortable tour is happening. Chicago, let's see what's coming up. St. Louis, there's going to be some dates in Boston, Philly, uh, New York, Chicago. Did I say Chicago already? I think that was the first one you said. All right, well, now it'll be the last one I said, even though there's other cities. There's also Madison and Milwaukee and Columbus, Minneapolis and Columbus. Oh, you're good. I know you're at Columbus because my boyfriend's from Cleveland and a couple of people said... Chris Hardwick's coming to Columbus and not Cleveland. Oh man, I'm sorry. I should, you know, Apparently when you go to really Ohio, you, sh- you should hit all the, you should hit all the three C's: Cincinnati, Columbus, yeah. and Cleveland. I thought they were closer, and they're, they're not. Very they're far. not. It's far yeah. away. Mike, Mike Furman and I toured. We we played the big C's all the way down okay. uh, Ohio. I don't mean the cancer cities. I mean like <laughs> the uh, Cincinnati. All their main cities. Yeah, yeah. All, the, all the main cities. So uh, go to funcomfortabletour.com uh, to get tickets and info for that. Uh, are you doing anything that you want to promote? Uh, just the other podcasts. I mean, um, Moshe Kasher just started doing a really cool thing on Hound Tall. Hound Tall, yeah. Yeah. So he, you know, every episode is about a specific um, topic. So like the latest episode was gay issues. So he set up an account where you can text in and donate to different charities. So like this was the Trevor Project, which helps is like a hotline for people to call who are having issues. And um, it's just really interesting. It's really good, I and love I'm that, really yeah. I think it's just such a great idea. Great so job, every great job, Moshe Kasher. I just saw Moshe and um, and Natasha up at uh, Sketchfest. Yep. Natasha was hilarious at Bring the Rock. They're good people. Listen to Hound Tall. Moshe yes, Kasher it's a really podcast. fun podcast. It's monthly on Thursdays, first Thursday of each month. Now uh, this episode is uh, Taika Watiti and Jermaine Clement. Jermaine, you may know uh, as Jermaine from Flight of the Concords, yep. and Taika, who you may not know as well, but Taika directed a lot of the episodes of Flight of the Concords, and he was there's a sort of New Zealand comedy cluster, and uh, you know Brett and Jermaine and Taika, and so they were all in that together, and they just released a film called What We Do in the Shadows, which is an amazing amazing vampire comedy movie. Yeah. I've seen the trailer. I want to see it so bad. I haven't seen it yet. It's in theaters uh, in LA and New York now, but they also have a Kickstarter page to help get a wider release. Uh, We're going to link in the description on the site because Kickstarter does not have shortened URLs that you can remember. I hate it so much. Because I wish they, we could just say Kickstarter slash what you do in the show. They should let you customize the URL. I know. I don't That's know not that hard. do it. Kickstarter for, for, for a company that it basically wants to get Let's the word out as much as possible. Let's Kickstart customize URLs. For real. For Kickstarter. And their Kickstarter ends tomorrow, by the way. Okay, the uh, Kickstarter Thursday ends at the tomorrow. end of the day. So, so donate soon. Uh, Jermaine and Taika were on uh, At Midnight and were ast- 
absolutely hilarious. And uh, if you're a Flight of the Concords fan, then then there's there's definitely talk of that in this episode yep. as well. And uh, just basically a group of guys who who essentially do what they want because they like working on fun stuff and don't really seem to bend to give in to any type of <laughs> any type of corporate structure that would tell them to do things in a different way. Like they really just set out. They made their own stuff, and you know. So if you're a fan of theirs at all, you know, by all means, support the Kickstarter and support what they do because uh, it is it is superior comedy that should be spread to the world. Uh, this is episode number six thirty six with Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi. Now entering Nerdist.com. You guys were amazing on that midnight program. <laughs> that was so much fun because the show really works best when everyone's fucking around as much as possible. And I don't know. I haven't seen how we're going to cut that down to 21 minutes, but I, I will probably just watch the un. Yeah, watch the extended the online one. They're going to put online. If you're out there and you watch the, the show, yeah, just and, the and, the, and the extended and, and your, the director's cut of At Midnight. You should skip Thursdays altogether on television and watch it online. <laughs> don't tell people to do that, guys. Just skip it. No, don't. Don't need to watch it. No, people still need to watch free it. Free so on can Comedy Central's website. You don't understand how television works. I think I do. Well, then when we're if both enough not people working, like it, it stays on. From what I understand, television doesn't. I did exactly what happened last night. When I said, oh, I have a link to What Happens in the Shadows. I'm going to go watch it at home. And you go, well, don't watch it if you're really tired. And I had a 13-hour day. I went home and I, I fell straight asleep. I told you not to do that. No, you said not to watch it tired. Oh, okay. Well, that's not really what I meant. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, actually watch it. Get home right now. Have a coffee. Before you're too tired. But I'm super excited. When I told Kyle I had a link to it, uh, he got real jealous. Yeah, but you'll have to wait till uh, mid-February when it comes out. Well, it comes out February yeah, seventh. Yeah, in in L.A. Yeah, it comes York, out this right? weekend in L.A. Well, Kyle, thirteenth, February thirteenth in L.A. <laughs> but but to the listeners of this podcest, it comes out this weekend. Yeah, so you'll be able to see okay, it this yeah. weekend. Yeah, well, it comes out it's still weekend. February the thirteenth, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know about that. Let's it just check your change. Life. Matt doesn't know how TV works, so he may not know how calendars work. Like how time works. Whatever date you want it to be, right? No, it does not. Whatever. All you got to do is take the Enterprise at max. Maximum warp around the sun, and yeah. it's whatever time you need it to be. Uh, Matt likes Star Trek a lot. <laughs> I did notice that <laughs> he, he is holding two Star Trek DVDs. Ready to go. Why did you bring the? I didn't bring them. I forgot to take them from when Will Wheaton brought them to me. Oh, okay. Why don't you have Jermaine and Taika sign the Star Trek DVDs just just for fun? As characters from <laughs> just sign it the way you think Worf would sign. It. <laughs> <laughs> May you have victory in battles, Worf. <laughs> That's exactly how we do it. This is amazing. See? I'm a big fan of that as well. <laughs> Are you a closet Star Trek uh, fan, Jermaine? I'm not a big... I'm not, not a huge closet. fan. I'm not, it's not, not a closeted. <laughs> but I did once go to a... Uh, a how to Speak Klingon lecture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You I were there? That. Okay. We went to that. Yeah, sure, we went to that, of course. <laughs> sure, we went to a Klingon. Not much happens in our town, so there's a, there's a big deal. <laughs> in Wellington? Yeah, in Wellington. Now, is this, uh, was the whole lecture in Klingon, or did he say... No, it wasn't immersive. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't like, cooking you the food of Klingon. It wasn't uh, Rosetta, the Rosetta Stone Klingon series. It was like a linguist specialist in fake languages and um, especially gave Klingon. Us a, yeah, especially Klingon. Gave us a big lesson on all the consonants and vowels and how you put them together. I switched off instantly. It, um, it sounded a bit like this. In Klingon, there are 39 <laughs> words for war. <laughs> it's, I love it when people do American accents. That's a good American accent. It's not though. bad, but they all end up sounding like Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny is if you watch, like, the, the I'm American, okay? There are, <laughs> that was good. I thought that was great. Yeah, but then you, really but then you start to hear a little. I have a particular skin of like you hear the you can hear it yeah, like creeping true, yeah. in. What I loved bit. about well, yeah. Pierce Brosnan's last sort of turn as James Bond in Diner of the Day, he just stops attempting a British accent and it's just full Irish. It's oh, really? Fully Irish. Just give a that. shit anymore. A friend of mine um, is a great theory about um, New Zealand just trying to do American accents, we, and it's tr- I think it's true. Especially we just put the letter R on the end of everything. And, we don't uh, can hear it in, the eyes. We can you can hear it in Xena. So it's that Zena. Get your weapons. It is I, your father. <laughs> Zena warrior, princess. <laughs> Tequila and soda. So New Zealand is one place that I am I am so dying to go to, and but it's it's far enough away that I don't ever have enough time. But there was a period of time where you and Brett were coming back been forth like every other yeah, week. Yeah, so you could have done it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you, but you got used to it. Mm. Yeah, it takes 11 hours from L.A. So, you know. It's just it's, sleep. It's Is not it really? worth going there for a weekend. No. 11 hours? That's all it takes? Yeah, from L.A. That's like flying to London. But I wouldn't go to London for a weekend either. Like I no, would no want to go for. No one's least. implying you should go for a weekend, but I know for a fact that we have four weeks off in the summer. What we know is it's I'll possible. <laughs> it's not possible, guys. <laughs> it's not. I, but I always work. Then, uh, Anything's I'm, possible if you dream, Chris. Is there a? Is there? A, what's the comedy scene in in New Zealand? You're looking at it, man. That's it. You guys are holding <laughs> up. You're holding up the entire. No, but a lot of the people. I'd say our movies maybe a quarter of it. The people in our movie. Yeah. <laughs> was your was your film at all funded by the New Zealand government the way that Reese got short poppies funded? No, but that's how most films have gunded funded. Gunded is how we call it down there. <laughs> you don't you don't pronounce you pronounce R's at the end of words and I then need F's the and F's or G's. I need the guy dancing now. <laughs> <laughs> it's guy if you want to do that. Yeah. Uh, for your gilm. Gack off. Oh. But uh Boy. What so why that was, you... that was Klingon for something very bad. <laughs> <laughs> why uh why did you not get uh national funding to make the movie? Uh we we wanted to, it would be would be too difficult. You have to hand in a script and then give you notes on the script. Very but bureaucratic. we we would have had to hand in the script and say we're not actually going to do this script. Oh gotcha. Can can we make it? <laughs> But you're not going to make this? Yes, that's true. So we're we... going to kind of make something kind of like this, but not this. So in short, can we just have a bunch of money? Sort of yeah, yeah. Of we tried that. We said, can we just have a bunch of money? And they said no. So it looked somewhere else. No, no. We said, if we, if you know we're making a movie and we don't tell you anything about it, will you give us any money? And they said no. <laughs> and okay. you're like, how about now? Like if you ask them, maybe it was just that moment. Oh, we didn't think of going back yeah. and saying. How, how about, about now, now is a really good. That's a good way to yeah. you know because a percentage of the time it'll work. How how what's the percentage yeah, that you that found? Percentage? It's low, but it's measurable. Still, okay, yeah, but if but if it happens to be that one or two percent, then free money. 
Yeah. Turn your phone no, that's off the money. Mat. That's the money. It just came in. No, that's a, an alert. Sorry. Bless you. We all know that's an alert, Matt. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think the first time I met, I just met you for the first time last night. Yeah. Uh, but so you remember that well. I do remember it well because it just What was happened. it like? It was really refreshing. Tell us about it. Taika was very was nice. Like anything like you expected me to look? I had really built it up uh-huh. in my head. What um, were you expecting? Uh, you know, uh, something like an Alexander Skarsgård type of a like a, a, a Viking esque, um, you know, flo- like blo- like a shock of blonde. See, hair. I was thinking once for yeah. warriors. That's what I thought was coming. You were closer. <laughs> blonde. <laughs> yeah, you were closer. Jermaine, I met. Never been a warrior. <laughs> Jermaine, I'm... oh no, I want to hear the story. Sure, see everyone listen. Jermaine, I met in uh, it was the it was bumper shoot. I think maybe like two Seattle. Th- in Seattle, maybe like 2005 or something. I think it was 2005. Wow. You, Dimitri, you and you and Brett had just done. Um, you had just done the Fringe Festival in Edinburgh, I mm-hmm. think, with Dimitri, mm-hmm. and Dimitri was supposed to perform at Bumbershoot. And you, he, you guys just came to Seattle, and he said to the booker, the, this woman Lisa Langang, who booked the comics for Bumbershoot, uh. Can I give some of my stage time to these guys? Yeah, he just donated it. Because they're really funny. And she said, okay. And then you guys uh, destroyed. Like, it crushed. And that was, the fir- that was my first, the first time I met you guys. And then all of a sudden after that, it felt like stuff happened very quickly for you. For you I saw stage. you in the audience looking at us um, cr- crushing a can with your hand as you watched us. <laughs> Furman was trying to crush one too, but he's just too nice. <laughs> he's just too nice. Uh, because we played, we also played with Hard and Firm in the Vancouver Comedy Front, no, the Comedy Festival in Vancouver. Yes, and we had this. We played in this bar, but they still let the patrons of the bar in, and they still played the music mm-hmm. that the bar played. <laughs> so it was the worst of both worlds because you. The, the tough thing about doing comedy with music is that you still have to pay attention if you're an audience member if you want to enjoy the show, but. We were basically just being treated like bands, yeah. And so the rest of the but club a band, was open. At least, if there was a band, they would at least turn the music off. <laughs> so we didn't even get that yeah. respect. Yeah. So the front of the bar was playing like club music, and then we were, you know, and then here's, you know, Mike and I are on stage with our slideshow of dinosaurs in front of American flags, and, and people in Canada not understanding why it was, but. The fact that I that we were all in it together made it fun, and we took one of my favorite photos of all time that I've ever taken. You guys found an old timey like Klondike photograph type mm-hmm. place where you put on the old timey clothes and it's like old timey photography, and it was me and Mike and you and Brett and Todd Barry, and we all oh, you we want all to do this okay we all got yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it was like that he it was the only one who wouldn't get dressed he in period get costume dressed up. so uh, he we all got in characters and we all looked great I think you were a fur trapper and like everything yeah. everyone looked like who they would have been yeah sure. And there's Todd Berry standing in the middle with, a, with his sunglasses, like, on his shirt, just folding his arms defiantly. So it looked but like... That's who I'm Todd just going to wear my polo shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever hey, man. Okay. Hey, man. I don't believe in this kind of photography. <laughs> but that was really funny. Oh, yeah. I'll be in it. Yeah. No, of course. <laughs> I just rationalized that, Tom, that Todd Berry time jumped yeah, to bring us back to the future. Like, that there was some sort of a weird time jump. You had to make it. a story that explained that photo. <laughs> I had to explain the photo in some way. But it was it was fun. But then after that, 
No more photos. No more <laughs> ten years of no photos together. It, it, yeah, ten, this this marks the tenth anniversary of the last time. Get one. This we were is able it. to take photos. We do this every ten years or so. <laughs> Let's get the gang back together for one of those photos. No one. Let's go get some waistcoats <laughs> right now. Yeah. Some bowler hats. Watch some... chain, guys. Yeah. Every ten years, we'll do a different era. Oh yeah, ten years later than that original. <laughs> uh, than that original era. So we'll, so we'll keep the ratio the yeah. same. So early 1900s will be the next one, and then now it's we'll... the 19-teens. Now it's the teens. Yeah, 19s? 19s? 19-teens. 19-teens. 19s. Sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> How? Uh, I think one of the things that a lot of Americans didn't understand. And I'm not just going to talk about Concords, but I do want to talk about it a little bit. Um, Is there an accent? You do have accents, yeah. but also that you had built up like. You had, I think, maybe six or seven years together by the time you got to the States, mm-hmm. right? You had already, like, your act was really solid when you came. You, were, you developed it in, you know, in London. You guys had a radio, a BBC show. Yeah. And, and you had been doing festivals and stuff. And so uh, it sort of seemed like by the time you guys came over here and started working a bunch, it was already like, oh, fuck, we've been doing this for like seven yeah, years. A little bit. And, and everyone who's like, Let's check out these new guys. <laughs> we're not new guys, we're old guys. <laughs> but was that what made it difficult to go back and do a third season of the show? Because the first season of the show, I imagine, like, this is all the Are you going to say the first season was good? No, I'm not going to say that at You're all. You're going to just imply it. No, I'm not going to imply it at all. Because I remember running into you during the editing process and you seemed very unhappy with because you were just like... You know, we did the first season and all that stuff, a lot of it was already written. And then we had to, in a very short amount of time, write brand new stuff that we didn't have time to workshop and then just put yeah. on. It was more that we had to do it simultaneous to uh, writing a show. And that it didn't seem possible. But we hadn't really thought that through. We never thought we were going to make more than the pilot, really. <laughs> we still had our apartment. We were still paying rent back home because we thought they were going to send us home anytime. And. <laughs> Two years later, we're like, we're still making this thing. <laughs> I heard these stories were like, oh, SNL. Don't listen to those stories. No? None of them are true? No, no what no. stories? <laughs> there was one story I heard that when your show got picked up, you guys were eating lunch. That's true. And, <laughs> and your agent called and said, your show got picked up. And you were like, that's great. We're eating. Can you just call us later? Right, well, um, you must have heard that through, from our agency. Okay. The other thing I heard was that SNL asked you to play and you guys didn't want to do it. We were so busy, Chris. <laughs> I didn't. Um, another thing is that the only game, no, the only talk show that plays in New Zealand is Letterman. And so the only one we wanted to do was Letterman. We hadn't heard of anyone else that say, hey, we got you on this talk show. Is it Letterman? <laughs> it's, it's Conan O'Brien. I, we don't know him. And we do, and then you know all the other ones, and we're just waiting for Letterman. We just want to be on Letterman. That's the one that's in on New Zealand. And then we finally got to be on Letterman the night that it played in New Zealand. They put the rugby on instead. No, <laughs> no, on purpose, I believe. You think so? Just to be like, hey, fuck you. Yeah. This is it. Was Conan's people arranged it? <laughs> well, I'm very aware of Conan now. <laughs> Was that process fun, though? I mean, like, was it... Because you guys blew up pretty fast in the States. And, uh... But I, I always kind of felt like... It just always seemed like from the outside perspective and that you guys were like, yeah, I don't know. You know, that, that you kind of didn't really want all the fanfare. It wasn't... It was, you know, we only ever did it for fun. So 
suddenly it was a job and, and a very intense job yeah. to try and generate hours of fun. Right. Yeah. And it took... We just, we just never had a break. That was the problem. And so, but you guys toured last year with the, with the 2013, you guys toured with the Oddball, Oddball Tour. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fun. Touring's fun. That's always a good time. Did you guys write a bunch of new stuff for the tour? Or did you get yeah, to we play? always write a few new things. Yeah, a few new songs, at yeah. least. We have to balance it with the ones they want to hear. Right. <laughs> and here's some you don't want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, saw, I saw Beck a couple months ago uh, at the Orpheum downtown, and he, he came out and he started the show, and he was like, I'm going to play a handful of songs that you don't know, but if you sit through those... Then I'm going to play all the shit you want to hear. <laughs> and he did. He played like five or six songs, and then they stopped down for a sec, and then he, he you know, played Devil's Haircut, Loser, like literally everything. Well, it's a funny balance, because with comedy, people always want new things, and with music, they always want what they know. So when you, you do comedy music, what do you do? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. And it's also, every song is basically a sketch, and if people don't buy into the sketch in the first ten seconds, they have to sit through it for four minutes. Is that how you felt? I always not felt in that Seattle. way. Yeah. What was that? Oh, she just told you to mention the Kickstarter. I can hear. We can do that right now. Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was reminding them. Yeah. We just were reminded by our publicist. Don't you rampart us. <laughs> just the way Bill Gates' publicist tried to. That did not go well for that guy. I think uh, he's it fine. actually went fine did for him. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally fine. His life is exactly the same. What was his Kickstarter one? <laughs> <laughs> what was he kickstarting? Uh, saving the world. Yeah. He's, he's making a new screensaver. If everyone knows that's impossible. Just give money to us. Were you guys? Uh, were you guys in a in a comedy group before? Yes, uh, Tyker and I. Yes. You guys have been. You guys have been together for a while. Yeah, yeah. And Tyker and Brett were in a. In a yeah, group together, together, and then we were in another group with all of us back in New Zealand. This all happened in New Zealand in the past. It's a lot of partner sharing. Yeah, very incestuous comedy scene. <laughs> <laughs> but when I first met you, you said, "Oh, well, this music thing is just one of the things." Like I, you know, back. It's home, just one of my things. It's just one of the many things. <laughs> Don't be dazzled. <laughs> I said to you. <laughs> just, but one of my. <laughs> I have many other feathers in this cap. <laughs> <laughs> And then I skipped off, if I remember. Why did he just want... He just ran off with his feather cap. It was a cap made entirely of feathers. But you, at the time, you had said, well, I make films back home, and, you know, like, I, this, this, this is more of a direction. You remember so much. I do. Um, yeah, and, well, and this was... Yeah, Tyka and I um, did our comedy duo, Brett and Tyka, and another guy called Adam did their trio. What's Adam doing now? I don't know what Adam's up to, actually. He's living in, living in Auckland. He's moved to a different town, so he's out of the circle. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get to do these combos now. How does, the, uh, how does a comic in New Zealand... Is it, are you, do you tour a lot to make money there, or can you do local shows to make money? Or is you it, get another job you to make money. You get another job to make money. And then you do that, and do that at night, on a Thursday night. You do your comedy. Um, some people are making money now. It's, get, it's getting bigger. There's... T, uh, there's uh, a few TV shows. We wouldn't really. We, we wouldn't really do a comedy night at a at a club. There's only one comedy club in our town, and it's one night a week. Okay. <laughs> but um, oh, wow. we would we would put on a theatre show. So we'd um, do a theatre show for a month, and yeah. then write another one, 
and then hope we got some other kind of work. Yeah. How long would you stop down between the two shows to write the next? One? <laughs> uh, well, we, Today. you know, there's a, there's often a few going. Uh, you, know, you might be. Okay. And you develop over the course of the month. So the show, the show would probably change quite a lot from beginning, yeah, you know, from the start of the month to the end. So what you're saying is, it would have been a better idea to see you at the end of the month. Yeah. No. <laughs> the show's really great over the end. But it's longer. It's, like, it's a two-hour show by then. But you're basically just anywhere you can figure out how to, whether it's like making a film or making a short film or doing a short set or putting on a theater show, you're basically just however you can get something out. Yeah. I guess so. I guess it seems like, it felt like that there was no one thing that you could have as a job that would pay you any money. So you've got to try everything. You got to try and make films and do music, and you got to do but also, theater shows and everything. You know, the the lifestyle is a lot easier in New Zealand than it is here or in L.A. Wellington versus L.A. Anyway, we could you could survive by with quite a little, right? A little bit of money uh, and just put things on for fun. And yeah. that's you know that's what we mostly did those things for. Yeah, nothing matters. It's not like your career is on matters, the line, man. Nothing matters, man. It's comedy, man. You guys have lost your way of comedy over here. You've got to be doing it for fun. It's just like a job for you guys. By the way, I want to mention our Kickstarter. <laughs> oh, by the way, we got no money. <laughs> have you been to the States a lot? Yeah. Yeah, a lot. As, as long as this guy has. Taika directed some of the episodes of Concords. Oh, okay. The one with Aziz Ansari as a uh-huh. racist fruit vendor. Yeah. <laughs> one of mine. Um... New Zealand Town. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the others. Great one with uh, when you guys took acid. Yeah, Pretty Prince of Parties music video was in that. Now, why not take so all of you as a group real acid, real acid all why not the take time? Take real acid and film that. <laughs> How so? But. I- I can only imagine that HBO was probably like... It just sounds like we cut out the explanation of... (laughs) (laughs) It's dangerous because you just immediately (laughs) changed gears. No. There's there's lost footage of me flipping the fuck out and like trying to punch the brick. I'm sure HBO must have said to you guys at some... You know, like, come back and do a third season and you may have a pile of money. We said... I remember the call. It was Brett, um, James Bobin and I... And oh, really, I should have said me, Brett, and James Bobin. I think it's grammatically better. That's right. We'll edit that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we're on the phone, Brett, James, and me, and uh, HBO calls, and they said, "Usually, people think this is good news when they get this call, but I know you guys don't really want to keep doing this. Do you want us to tell you the amount of money that we're going to offer you? No, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> We didn't want to hear it because we knew it was going to be too big to resist. But even even that wasn't enough to get you to, even though you knew it was going to be a big amount of money. We ha- it was important that we didn't hear it. If they had just managed to slip it into the conversation somehow, yeah, we might still live here. <laughs> I have all the I have all the respect in the world because I and I think ninety five percent of the people would have been like, okay, let's do it. Why not? One more time. Who gives a shit? You know. Okay, let's do a fourth season. You know, until we could maybe done it if we had, um, you know, like a songwriter like Neil Diamond wrote for the Monkeys. If we had Neil Diamond, <laughs> if you had Neil Diamond, it could have worked out. Yeah, but, but just so just so people understand what your years was like, it was right, 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 right. Shoot, 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 shoot. Edit, 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 edit. But it, part of that it would be, 
write record, uh, write song, record song, write edit. You know, like it would just be it was simultaneous things. Yeah, and it would you would have a hundred days, and then we have a day off, and then another hundred days. Yeah. It's a long week. Yeah. So for people, just just so people don't... If there's any union people listening, would you be able to uh, investigate that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're in so many unions, that's the problem. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) They're all like, well, you're not working for us. Oh, you're on the 101 schedule, which is 100 (laughs) days on, one day off. 100 days on, one day off. So after you you guys backed away... It was our own fault. It's because we wanted to control everything. You want to? Oh, you yeah, yeah. You you know, we wanted to make sure we did the scripts and did the did the songs, and you know. But that probably goes back to. I mean, when you guys were just making ancient times, when you guys were making films in ancient times, you were in control of everything. Like you, you, you guys did everything yourselves. Yeah. So does that? Are you better now at delegating and letting other people do things, or do you still feel like you need to do no. it all? <laughs> no, no. That's why this we film took so worked. long because we did everything ourselves again. How long did it take? We even did. Guys, uh, oh, let me. The shooting took about five weeks. Shooting took five weeks. Yeah. The editing took about seven months. Fourteen months. Jeez. Off by half. There's lots of like um, archival drawings and you know medieval woodcuts and stuff like that in the film. And Tyker and I, we couldn't trust anyone else to do them. So we, we also would, couldn't afford to yeah. pay them. We had no budget. So we stayed up till about seven a.m. every morning, all night long, just in a little room drawing. Medieval woodcuts and <laughs> photoshopping our faces, fake etchings of our faces, wow. drawing each other. It's the weirdest, <laughs> the weirdest thing. Photoshopping old. Photos. I got pretty good at Photoshop just from, over that time. I got really good at old woodcuts. <laughs> now, did this make you take on woodcut as a hobby, or it was something I could do? If there's again. another film that requires it, I'm probably the world expert in fake woodcuts. Well, I think that's another layer that will make people excited to see the film is it's like to know that that much meticulous care went into every little piece of everything and that you guys made it yourselves really you think that's what people want to see i think that i think they like to see that i really do think they like to see that a fringe group love to see that. no i think i think people like to know that you give a shit about what you're doing and i think people like to know because if you're asking an audience to care about your thing I think it's important that they think you that but they you know that you, you care about it yourself, and that it's not disposable yeah. to you. Which is why, you know, it, it, I think it's good for people to hear the reason that because you know they're still rabid Concords fans, and for people to know that you know in order to keep going with it, because I'm sure they're like, "You're abandoning me by not doing." You know, your audience probably feels like you've why do why aren't you there anymore? It's good for people to know, like, this was slowly killing us. Yeah. That's why we We would have died anyway. (laughs) At some point. How long conception of the movie to actually getting it going? How long did that take? Like, had that always been kicking around in your head of doing a spinal tap for vampires? Eight years? Nine years? Yeah, we um, we had this... Okay, so we were back in the Back in the day when we were were actually poor. Paint so a picture. Like seven, eight hundred. Okay. We're doing lots of horror. shows. We're doing lots of shows and stuff that we're writing ourselves. Me and Brett were doing our music. Me and Taika were doing our um, comedy duo. Taika was making short films. And in the same month, Taika and I got funding for this film, this What We Do in the Shadows, some interviews with some vampires. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2005. Wow. We got funding. And then the next week... Uh, Brett and I 
were asked to do a special for HBO and Taika was nominated for an Oscar. It was like the same for one of his short films. And then wow. <laughs> suddenly we were busy. Oh my god. We're busy for eight years. So then it's basically like boyhood for vampires. Yeah. We should, every we year we, we should, <laughs> uh, every year we would email each other. There's like an email or two a year saying, We've got to do this vampire film. Have you seen this? Like a new underworld's just come out. We've got to do this. <laughs> We've got to ride those coattails. What's this Twilight thing? We've got to beat these guys. Come on, they're gonna come out in three years. Let's get this done. <laughs> three or four underworlds later. Yeah. And then uh, so eight years um, after our first conversation about it, wow. we um, finally had finished a script we wrote like slowly wrote over email and now whenever we saw each other over those seven or eight years we we pitched it here but we <laughs> wanted the people that you know from the new zealand comedy scene in it so we would you know we were going They'd be like so who's in it we'd be like, uh our friend johnny <laughs> oh okay <laughs> okay johnny who <laughs> Okay, Johnny? I oh, love Johnny. Johnny's, Johnny's great. No. Johnny, uh, Johnny Bruff, he's a, a gardener in Auckland. Um, <laughs> but also he's, a comedian. <laughs> but he's also very really funny. funny. One of the funniest people I've ever seen. <laughs> and, uh, okay. So he does funny time, gardening? No. Even if you mention vampire films. He's pretty like serious in, about his gardening, but when he's on stage, he's Even when you mention vampire films, like, a, lot of the, that, a lot of the time their eyes would glaze over. Depends with what um, stage of the vampire crazy yeah. you are. What what film did you get nominated for? What was your short film that you got nominated for? It was for? called Two Cars One Night. It was the first short film I made years and years ago. And it sort of, yeah. yeah out of a short gate. film. Nice Just out of the gate, straight away. <laughs> I'd never made, I didn't even want to be a short filmmaker, a filmmaker and, and uh, so I did that. And then suddenly you've just got, that's got to be your job <laughs> when that happens. And then so it has been. Do you think, oh, I might be good at this? <laughs> no, I never thought that. I was like, oh, everyone's telling me I'm good at this. I may as well do it. <laughs> I know I'm not good, but everyone says I'm good. <laughs> fooling everyone. I have to give the people what or they want. I guess want. the Academy wants me to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the Academy wanted you to do a vampire mockumentary. <laughs> well, they wouldn't see, say that we'll publicly, see. but no. I feel like they really actually did want that to happen. <laughs> so it took that long. Do you want some... You need help? You need help? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, no, I didn't help. We're very weak. <laughs> We're both trying to open <laughs> bottles of water. In New Zealand, the bottle turns the other way. Uh, uh, that's a Wonder water. I don't understand how you guys get hydrated. None of your bottles open. We drink from the waterfalls. <laughs> of course. Come to New Zealand. It's Lefty Lucy up here? So crazy. Where should, what, should, what, what are the if I go to if people go to New Zealand what should they see in New Zealand should they go to Wellington us, should they go to Auckland should they go we'll see show just you, you guys um, they should go to the South Island which is a very beautiful place the really beautifully CGI'd um, <laughs> island um, so you basically walk into a studio that's all blue screen and then South well Island, it looks it's amazing it's it a little look like it's it's uh, a little more fake. Rivendell. Uh-huh. If you go in the North Island, it's a bit more Mordor. Okay. Mordor. Mordor. Yeah. Um, nature. I'd just say there's just... If, if you're like into nature, nature yeah. I don't know. Get so many there. good nature things here as well. Oh, true. You've got trees and mountains too. Yeah. Rivers? People want to come down there to see that. You've got great trees and mountains here. But, we've, but these are... We see you've them seen, here. Yeah, but see these here. I bet you haven't Spread seen them. Here. We have glaciers. We don't have glaciers. We just have... We have them for a limited time only. <laughs> <laughs> like the McRib sandwich. We have, them in Alaska. we have them in Alaska. I guess we kind of have them up in Alaska. But, oh, okay. okay. But that's far. Me. That's far. Okay. It was time. I'd rather go to New Zealand. I'd rather go to New Zealand. 
What is it about New Zealand that people... Because I think in a lot of Americans' mind, they're like, nah, Australia, New Zealand, same... You know, like, I think... And your flags are somewhat similar. Well, again, you can use um, Hobbit and Lord of the Rings references. New Zealand is, you know, Rivendell, Mm -hmm. um, Hobbiton. Yeah. Uh, Australia is Mad Max. Okay. (laughs) 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 So it's just a barren wasteland where people... barren wasteland. Yeah. Most of Australia is... Well, I mean, a shit ton of that continent is unusable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just dirt. But there's nice bits around the inch. Yeah, there was a reason they sent criminals there. <laughs> yeah, take it. But they, but they didn't reckon on them going to the beaches. Right. They thought, they'll, they'll never just get stay up in there. the middle. <laughs> oh, they seem to be multiplying. Hmm. Is there any way we can cut off the water? Was that Liam Neeson? Yep. That cut off Liam the Neeson water. Trying to be an American. You also introduced me to one of my other favorite New Zealand fellows, Neil Finn. Because he was at your show at the Orpheum years ago. And that was one of the greatest things of my... I'm the hugest Crowded House fan. Hugest Neil Finn fan. Mm. We've got another friend who's an equally huge uh, Crowded House and Neil Finn fan. We'll have to put you against each other. You and Ian Morris. Oh. He can name, in a creepy way, all of Neil's children. I just know wow. Liam. Okay, it's one yeah. of them. Yeah, <laughs> half creepy. Fan You're half creepy. Well, <laughs> the reason I know this because Liam released an album. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I know. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I know Liam. But no, I, this was before they'd grown up. Oh, mm. yeah. Before they were born. Nope, he wins. <laughs> yeah, he wins a hundred percent. So the movie's coming out uh, February 13th in L.A. and New York, and then it's coming out wider. Well, depending on you're, you're basically is it depending on the Kickstarter. Did you say Kickstarter? <laughs> we do have a Kickstarter. Hey, listen, Kickstarter hey, you just imagine 30, 30 so years ago, mm. before, you had an opportunity to get all this original Spinal Tap merchandise, for instance. Mm-hmm. You didn't do it because you didn't go on their Kickstarter site because there was no Kickstarter site. That's right. You'd be kicking yourself. 30 years from now, you, you would, be, you would, would be start be. kicking yourself for not going on Kickstarter. Vampire documentary merch. That's right. So we've... it's. Kind of a merch store Kickstarter. We're just selling <laughs> merch, rewards. and we're trying to use the money to spread the movie further over the country. So just uh, so just as LA New okay. York, kind of like those two centers of like a kind of virus that's spreading. And right, you, you want know, them to spread to the middle of the country. Yeah, yeah. What, what would you call that? Um, the patient one. What do you patient call? zero? Patient zero. Yeah. yeah. Well, patient zero in LA, and then patient one in New York. All Patient zero equal? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But that's where it starts. So you're saying that uh, L.A. is the monkey. Yes. And yep. New York is the dude in the movie theater. Well, someone who flew mm-hmm. from, yeah. from L.A. to New York on the plane. And everyone on the plane saw the film and infected everyone <laughs> so else So New, New York is Patrick Dempsey? Because I yep. think that was Patrick Dempsey. Mm-hmm. And his Kickstarter? Who was that monkey? The opposite of Dustin Hoffman? He yes. He encourages it. So we're going to... So, I mean, look. If the next week, after the 13th, on the 20th... Dustin in, Hoffman is a bad internet connection, so you can't get on the in, uh On the 13th, so that's in New York and LA. The next week, it's in 10 more cities... For instance, just name ten. I don't even know. I don't know what they are, and I don't want to get them wrong and then disappoint everyone in those cities. I want to say at some point, at some point, it's going to open in Chicago. I love saying Chicago. It's going to be in Chicago. Okay, I don't know when. There are a couple I remember, but um, and then 
if the Kickstarter is successful, then then it will spread across the country, and then people will be able to see it, and they'll be able to see it, and they'll have posters and t-shirts, and go, and hopefully they like it because they're going to have these t-shirts. So, so just, <laughs> just out of curiosity, what are the what are the just so people understand what are the financials in terms of. If it's opening in LA and New York and you want to open it in three more cities, is it, you know, is it. Oh, the financials are you have yeah. to be very rich. Okay. Uh, to open have, a film anywhere in the. I mean, just in the States is a huge thing because you know, you're competing against giant films. Well, I should say that we this isn't a studio film, so right. we don't have the $20 million budget that right. uh, most comedy films that. People don't right. understand, like the PA, which is print and advertising. By people, is, he means me. Okay. It's like, yeah, the way that they bring out films, and uh, you know, there's so much money that gets spent on releasing a film after it's made because people go, "Hey, haven't you guys finished the film?" Yeah, we finished the film, but it's actually yeah, just getting it out there. You like, still have to pay. Instance, theaters th- won't put it on unless you have um, ads in the paper. So we've. To- so I heard that like the interview, the interview costs about thirty or forty. No, I think the interview costs forty million to make. Uh-huh. And after that, they spent about seventy million advertising and putting it out there. Um, by comparison, our wow. film costs less than one million, and we are spending even less. Than <laughs> we're, <trying> to, <laughs> we're getting a Kickstarter um, to raise four hundred thousand, but it's playing in a lot of um, cinemas who liked it, and they're going to put it on. So right. kind of like your, I wish North like, Korea hated us. You'd get so much press, yeah. If a guy, if someone pretending to be North Korea hacked your film, <laughs> North Korea hated vampires and didn't want the truth to get out there. <laughs> I did. Kim Jong Un is probably doing vampire research to figure out how uh, a to, vampire army. Yeah, to raise a vampire army to become Eight a year vampire. Old vampires. Okay, then yeah. we just need a big UV light. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so we're a step check. <laughs> Let's get on. It. We'll just aim it. We'll fly it over and shine it down. UV bomb. <laughs> So you, you'll probably be in like the, you know, like Austin has like Alamo Draft House, like pl- like places yep. like that, like really cool theaters, cool ones and not cool ones. We, do, we don't, don't discriminate. You really don't know anything about anyone. Is there, is there an amount of money I could give you guys that allows me to eventually get a DVD or Blu-ray? Eventually, you'll get a DVD. Yep, a DVD. We don't offer don't a Blu-ray. Not yet. A Blu-ray is going to come out, but we don't have it on our Kickstarter. We're not allowed. Understood. And then, so when when will it come out? Is there a video demand on demand plan? Yeah, I think that's April. Okay, but people should um, go see it in the theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, hopefully, we're, we're organizing this thing. No, I'm I'm yeah. trying to encourage them to yeah, do that so, yeah, so that yeah. they don't just go. Yeah, now wait till April till it comes yeah, out should. on the comes out on the thing because seeing it on a big screen will allow you to see it's the detail better. of the woodcuts. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, oh the fine grain of the paper, <laughs> each and, of the little lines. And, and I think if you get the chance to see a comedy, you got to see with a crowd. You got to see with a crowd of people. More infectious. Yeah, yeah it was really, it's the cross so hatching they need to see. <laughs> <laughs> they see that at home on a 4K television, but go to the theater for the experience of the laughter. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. It's so like when you see old movies, old comedies that you just watched at home by yourself. When you finally see them on a big screen, and you just get the experience of like, oh my god, this movie's even funnier than I thought it was. Yeah, like yeah. you know, like Back to the Future, or like. Ghostbusters, when I finally saw those on the big screen, I was like, holy shit. Everyone's really... It's just a, it's a fun experience. So, kids out there, if you're in one of these cities, go see it at the theater. Go laugh with Well, people. kickstart it. For, like, it would give money to it. First so of all, give money to well, it. No, well, so it's, still, it's still coming out in, in a lot of cities. So, we'll publicize those 
soon as you know. What's happening? Your interference, oh, it's Chris. Not anymore? No. Okay, good. You know what? You should leave that interference in the podcast because I think it's it's what happened. You also, think? you know when he's a documentarian, so he likes, <laughs> so he likes everything to be yeah. real. Yeah. I heard I went on a plane, one of those little planes where you sit next to the guy, uh, the pilot. Yeah. They call it the pilot. Guy. The pilot. The oh, pilot guy. Sit next mm-hmm. to the guy. The yeah. guy driving the plane. The driving guy. <laughs> the plane the driver. Driver. Mm-hmm. And he told me that the reason you have to turn your phone off in the plane is because it messes with their headphones and it goes in their headphones and that's why. Huh. Is Did that, you know that? I didn't. I didn't know that. I. I, I heard it was. Just that uh, they weren't sure. And so they're like, well, let's just have everyone turn them off anyway. That may be another reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, but if you're sitting next to the pilot on a plane, mm. then you're on a much smaller plane. That's than true, yeah, yeah, yeah. But on a large commercial airliner, I don't know if people sitting back in, you know, in, in row 20. Are but then they'll have to say, okay, from row 20 on, you can leave your phones on. <laughs> and guess what? They can charge a premium for that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So you, mm-hmm. you could get the you could get the economy uh, comfort plus phone. That's right, so, uh, cellular and non-cellular, uh, which they could charge more money for. Do you so because you like because you're involved in every step of everything that you most of the stuff that you work on. Well, just stuff that I'm in charge of. When I do other people's things, I just you know. Are you good with that? Are you good with just being an actor? Do you like it's just being much, a performer? It's, it's much more rela- relaxing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're good at doing that. I love relaxing. But you You're say great that, at look, look at me. <laughs> I know, you but you, lot, you say you that time. you are one of the more laid back people I know. But I also think your work ethic when you're on a project doesn't suggest that you're lazy. Yeah, I'm too. Um, I'm too worried about the shame that will follow. Right. Oh, that's if the I'm, fire under yeah. your feet. Is, <laughs> yeah. the, is the potential shame factor? Yeah. So I try and work hard on those things. <laughs> <laughs> and then, are you good at once you're done with something like? Letting right, it go. Letting it go. Done. Move on to the No, I would, both Tucker and I would probably re-edit the movie forever. Well, how do uh, you finish then? Um, you run out of money. Deadlines. And deadlines, yeah. I think, I think most on. people have said that, though. When They'd want to change things, yeah. I try not to watch the film anymore. You don't watch it? You can't watch it anymore? Oh, uh, just, yeah, just now and then. Just in case you see something they'd like to change, you know? Yeah. Wow. It drives you crazy. <laughs> yeah, it does. It always drives you crazy. I do like so. What I'm gathering is that you're you're able to go. Also, we watched it over. You've watched times. it over a hundred times, probably. <laughs> but it's kind of funny that you guys were able to go like, "Don't tell me how much money we would have gotten paid. Don't show me this thing, so I don't have to." There's, you're by kind of creating this protective wall of like, I know how I'm going to react to these things, so I'm just going to take myself out of the situation so it doesn't happen. It's like drugs. It's like someone who's gone off drugs. Don't offer me that. Because <laughs> I know no, what's going to happen. But when you guys were shooting, how, so you had a script, but did you, when you went into a scene, were you just like, here's the beats we have to hit, go? Exactly, yeah. We had the script. We didn't show it to the actors. Um, <laughs> you just were like, see if they get it right. Yeah, yeah. And, and we went into the scenes, and then it would say, okay, so we're just going to cover you in blood, and uh, you just lay down there on the floor and don't move for the rest of the scene. Uh, and you don't have to come back tomorrow or the next day. Um, so it was really like, just, you know, we wanted it to be as real as possible, yeah. the reactions. <laughs> um, but the actors, um, they're all really good at improvising. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I'd say 95% of the film's improvised wow. and the rest are stunts. That's crazy. Are you already working on whatever the next thing is? Uh, yeah, we're um, we're 
writing on an anthology show. We're writing in our anthology show for HBO. We don't know if it'll ever be made, but that's what we've been doing lately. Really? Mm-hmm. Have you watched Black Mirror yet? Yes. This is like a comedy version. I haven't seen Black Mirror myself. Black Mirror is kind of it's thematically tied together. Ours isn't, other than it's funny. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So you'll have, we have different actors in every episode or the same people playing different characters in every episode? Either. Okay. Whatever goes. Whoever's available. <laughs> Whoever the best gardener is. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but it's fun. I mean, I, I grew up loving Twilight Zone and, you know, all those you know, things like Night Gallery. And, and those are, yeah, it's just cool to be able to do something that every episode is different. Different they, world. They yeah. really nailed, I feel like they really nailed technology so good. in Black Mirror. Like, they... It's not because a lot of times when a film goes, this is the slightly future world. The technology is always weird and clunky, but they've actually created brilliant, mm. simple, aesthetically what, pleasing technology. Yeah, yeah, see the one where you can record your. Day. Oh yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. The grain, and, but it's really good twists in those. Well, amazing. And then I'm, I'm also, I was also starting to notice that there are little things that appear, and like something that's a main story in one episode will be on the TV in the background in another oh, episode right. and there's like so, like songs recur like I really hope oh, nice. I really hope that they ultimately there's something that it's all leading to that you don't expect that the whole show is like a you know a meta episode where it's all going to tie together in some crazy way it is really good yeah the prime minister one was that's the first thing I saw with the uh, the prime minister's dilemma mm-hmm. well, I don't <laughs> want to spoil it for Jermaine I don't want to spoil it for anyone so what? When did you pitch? Did you, are you making the pilot, or you just pitched it? Uh, we've written a few episodes, and then we've got to hand them in. Ah, oh, that's fun. But that may mean that you have to come to the states more. Yeah, no, <laughs> no this is easy. That may mean we we, to get money. we don't have a Damn whole it. lot of songs. This is like a normal TV show, so it doesn't have <laughs> yeah, yeah, an yeah. accompanying album that goes with it, <laughs> and then a tour that goes with that, yeah. and then a whole other side mythology. It's just. Are, is are your is your family back? Your family back in Wellington. They're here. Oh, they came with you. Mm-hmm. Your child. I think the last time. You, how I have you? a child. You do have a child. He's six now. He is six. Mm. Oh my god! You were about to say that. I I didn't. I was I was somewhere between four and seven. I wasn't exactly yeah, sure. Yeah, that's right. That's you nailed it, Chris. You're right on. Right there. <laughs> how has that much time gone by so fast? Child yeah, arrived that's a, that's a the really, other day. That's a really hard question. No, I know, but it... it oh, man. I really feel like it, it doesn't in my brain feel like that long ago... Yeah, that I had a tiny baby. That it just had... That it had happened. That, mm. like, I, that either of you had children. Uh, that you and Brad had children, and now all of a sudden you said he's got a third kid. And that's, that's right. It's fucking crazy. Guys, we're just getting older. Yeah, that's happening. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah, it applies to us as well. You, were you going to say old and then you went older? No, 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 no. We're not old yet. <laughs> okay. We're not old yet. We're not old. I know there's a point where I'll go, I'm old now. We're just older. But 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 giant leaps in the last, like, the last eight years. Are... Brett is very fertile. No, sorry, I should say virile. He's, he's very virile. Yeah, he's not fertile at all. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he didn't, he didn't, <laughs> I'm getting he my, is a, I'm is getting a my right. facts. I'm getting my facts mixed up. It was his his female partner that gave birth to the children. She, she's, she's fertile. The one. Fertile. She was the fertile one. Their 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 virility and fertility yes. match each other very well yeah. as they are producing yeah. children. 
But I've I did yeah, I just remembered what the email describing the birth was like. It was not Bretu. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was it was his one. That's it. Hannah's doing fine. Um, yeah. Was it But was, boy is my penis sore. <laughs> from doing what? From, I was imagining a baby coming from it. Oh yeah, that yeah, yeah that would be an incredibly that would be that would be just like a pod, like like splitting open. Is that one of the uh, yeah, like an alien. Yeah, exactly. Pods podcast. on the ground. Just will... That would be a podcast. That's a literal podcast. Was it your wedding I was at or Brett's wedding I was at? It was so long ago I can't remember. Oh, mine. Was it yours? Yeah, it was at James's house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. That's, are you married? Yeah. How long have you been married? What year is it? Two thousand fifteen. Three years. Oh wow. Do you have kids? Yep. How many? Kids? Got a two and a half year old daughter and an eighteen year old stepson. Oh, you do? Yeah, nice. Best and worst of both worlds. <laughs> what do you mean it's by interesting that? that an eighteen year old and a um, and a two or three year old both think exactly the same way. That they know everything. <laughs> they're both clumsy and they both have the complete disregard for <laughs> other people's stuff <laughs> and for rules. <laughs> There's a reason for the clumsiness. They're growing. They're always a little oh, bit yeah. different size than they were the day before. Subtly. Subtly, yeah. Um, but it's great. No, I love it. Is the general... Is, is is New Zealand generally a place where people are... Have, have breed. You guys people breed? breed. Uh, You're allowed in to the, reproduce? In the rural areas. You're allowed to reproduce. Breeding. Yeah, breeding is rife. But is, but is, but is that... But is that um, is Same the lifestyle here. pretty laid back? I mean, like, everyone, everyone that I've met so far... Seems to be pretty like oh yeah you know whatever I mean is that is that kind of a New Zealand thing or is I think a- this week in LA has been the most stressful week I've had for a year. Why is that? <laughs> I don't know. Just the the pace of it. Um, the pace of it, like six interviews a day, <laughs> six conversations a day. Yeah. It's just flat out. Mm. Uh, it is pretty relaxing back there. Um, it's really expensive in New Zealand now. Have you noticed that? Yes. Very expensive. Well, now the you know. I would imagine tourism is up a thousand and ten percent in the last ten years because of, of what, what we do in the shadows. Because yeah, of what yeah. we do in the shadows, people want. They want to, to see the. <laughs> they, the they were there the for a day. We, they heard you were going to think about making it. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that describes the process exactly. We were yeah. going to think about making it. Is, Could you ever? Like, would you ever want to live anywhere else but New Zealand? Is there any place else you guys would want to live? Um, I Hawaii. have. Hawaii, that's I in America. Hawaii. That's in your country of America. It is. You like Hawaii? Which island do you like? Um, oh, any of them. Nah. <laughs> They're all, They're all great. They're all equally good. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to insult anyone from Hawaii. Uh, I like Oahu because I've got a lot of friends there. But, you know. Um, Maui's also nice. <laughs> yeah, I've lived in a few places, LA. I enjoyed it here in New York. I love it there. But Greece. You like Greece. Spent quite a bit of time in Athens. Yeah. Uh, my in-laws are Athenians. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, no, there's quite a few good cities in the world. Yeah, I don't think I could live in the country anymore because I grew up in the country, and it and and it wasn't for me. Is there any part of you that's like oh, I should? My kids should grow up in the country. Yeah, no I feel like, like he should, but yeah. then I would have to go there too. <laughs> <laughs> you go and live in the country. I'm not. I'll raise you via Skype. <laughs> FaceTime. You need anything to FaceTime me. Computer. You just yeah. put a computer in the middle of a field, mm. and he has to check back in every three hours. Six so is about that age. <laughs> yeah, <Dad. laughs> 
Do, I'm doing what great. What experiences did you have today? I am doing great. <laughs> Birth sheet, help sheet. I, I think I would set up a um, fortress of solitude type um, ice castle for him in one of the glaciers, and mm-hmm. I have a video screen in there which I appear to him and pretend they're messages I've sent to him <laughs> from uh, world. before my death. Okay. So will on you another have, planet? Will you have faked your death because you? Some of these will have you'll have to sort of communicate to him the way that Jarrell did, which is like, oh, now my consciousness is here, so I can actually talk to you and about things that are happening now. I Would died he... many years ago. I'll say, yeah. And then he Would won't question you. Will have powers on this planet. <laughs> oh, that's a bad idea. You can't tell him that because then he's gonna. But very subtle ones. <laughs> <laughs> 0.5% stronger than most people. <laughs> you will be slightly but above average at all sports. A little bit smarter. <laughs> do you want your kids... You can do any job you want to. Not, not Except any, these know. ones. <laughs> Except Here's list. a list of ones that are less likely to happen. You'll never be an Asian ferry boat master. Like chimney sweep. You'll never up. be a chimney You're sweep. You're not going to do that. No. You'll never be. It still a... exists. I had to call it chimney sweep. Yeah, yeah. Was it a little kid? It wasn't a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little boy. They stuff him in there. <laughs> was it a, he... little, a little white English kid? Did he have a Cockney accent? <laughs> he did not have a Cockney accent. But, <laughs> yeah. but made a problem. The cleaner looked like it was fucking straight out of Mary Poppins. Like the thing they were using to clean the flute. I was like, wow, it hasn't changed, huh? They still use those. <laughs> that's that's the pinnacle of that technology. A brush, a chimney yeah. brush, yeah. a toothbrush. Well, uh, is there anything else you guys want to plug or promote while you're here? Are you- I think we've plug- we're plugging two things at the same time already. What we do in the shadows. And our Kickstarter to spread Which across America. Linked. Which are linked. They are linked. Thank God. And what's the uh, URL or what's how, how should people... Oh, man. Oh, Kickstarter.com. Just, just HTTP colon forward slash 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 what we do in the shadows. No, I don't know. Slash. <laughs> slash, slash. What did you think was going to happen when you got to the second slash? I thought I'd just remember it. <laughs> it starts like this. You were giving your brain a lot of credit that you. Well, you were know, like it. when you do the alphabet and you have to go from the start and it comes to you later. So, <laughs> oh, I just, just have to remember A. <laughs> What's your least favorite part of the whole process? Asking for money. That is that. Yeah. Uh, my like favorite it. part, though, is granting terrific rewards on our Kickstarter page. <laughs> like limited, yes. Like what? Like what? Like limited edition, like limited edition art prints, art prints and uh, t-shirts, exclusive, signed to posters, beautifully unsigned done. posters, whatever you want. If you don't want a shitty signature on it, you don't have to have one. You can um, get. Uh, Tickets to our premiere um, screenings in New York and L.A. We're Tyke and I will do Q&As. Where For a little the, bit uh, extra, we'll hang out with you briefly. <laughs> awkward, and brief, awkwardly brief, talk to awkward you. awkward hangouts with <laughs> us. So, Imagine it'll be like this. New Zealand, huh? <laughs> yeah. We, we're recreating one here. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, uh huh. Yeah. Well, you have, to, you have to pledge first, Chris, to oh, get this. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're right. I was trying to, I was trying to get a free, a free premium. <laughs> Where is right the there. L.A. Uh, premiere? The Arc Light. Nice. So the, and that's going to be where the run is in LA. Cool. So it's going to play at the Arc Light. Fantastic. Love it. So you can already book tickets at the Arc Light, I believe. Just like what normally? Like, yep, you don't even. It's not. That's not Kickstarter dependent. ArcLight.com. I guess so. Right yes. now. That. 
Slash, forward slash. There's two forward <laughs> slashes. They could be a. They could be a cult. I don't know what that website is. Is it? We've discussed that they uh, might have Scientology ties, but. Uh, oh no! I didn't mean that. I just meant ArcLight.com. Is that no, actually the, the movie theater? Might actually be a cult. Okay, and the ArcLight. But also. <laughs> No, the theater itself. Okay, we're at the playing at the cult theater that I like. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything, how do you know when you're working on something, whether it's a film or a short film or a theater piece or, or you're writing a song or whatever, how do you, how do you feel like, ah, I successfully, is it just based on people laughing or is there something else that you shoot for when you're making something? We shoot for rave reviews. That's what we go <laughs> like, for. Nothing less than five stars. Five stars. 100%. And 95% local, and up in, on Rotten Tomatoes. In a Wellington-based newspaper. Uh, no, I think... But actually, no joke, this film is 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yes, and I said tomatoes. But it will probably le- be less one day. But <laughs> right now, it's at 93. Yeah. Wow. That's very fresh. It's pretty fresh. Yeah. You don't get much fresher than that, Chris. Well, I wish all the best things in the world for you. And it was really nice. You, again, thank you for doing At Midnight last night. And, uh, and, and I hope that we can uh, hang out and have a meal or something at some point if you have time. But I'm sure you... I'm just going to well, ask. That's a, that's a reward on Kickstarter, Fuck. too. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. But a, a meal. <laughs> if we just had lunch... A and, meal and an 1890s photo. You know what would be fun? Is it... If we just had lunch, it'd be fine. But if I pledged like a thousand dollars or whatever to have lunch with it you, would be it would be awkward. It'd be so shorter. It would be shorter, and it would be awkward. And then we'd feel guilty, and we'd just want to spend a thousand bucks on you. <laughs> no, don't waste that. No, don't do that. All right. Well, thank you for being here. And uh, what we see in the shadows, what, what we what do in the shadows, we do in the. Shadows. I was talking about a film I made. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mine's about. Coming out? It's about werewolves, oh. and it's called What We See in the Shadows because they have really good eyesight because they're you know they're werewolves. Did you guys make a one too? Did you make we, a movie? We made a movie too. What? It's called What We Do in the Shadows. That's so Very crazy. We might have well, what's yours about? One of us is going to have to change. I don't That's know. about vampires. Well, my, I thought of mine in 2004. When did you guys think of yours? Five. Oh, Shit. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. I feel weird now. Um, having mentioned that, yeah. we do have werewolves in our film led by Reese Darby as the alpha werewolf. <laughs> 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 I'm already tickled by that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There has been talk of um, a, a spin-off film about the werewolves following Reese and his werewolf clan oh, fuck, called oh, What We Do in the Moonlight. But that sounds like it's going to clash with your Yeah, so we probably won't bother. <laughs> well, Plus, shit. The way, I think... we, the way we work, it's going to take 10 years. Okay, good. Yeah, so uh, my, mine will, I'll probably sneak mine out in nine. So i got to go right Ooh, in. Ooh, just get us to the good. line. You know, there are some people who are going to actually take that seriously and be like, you ruined their sequel <laughs> that they said they were going to do, and now they're not going to do it. So now, yeah. I'm, now I have to. I'm, I'm, now that, we, now that we, uh, we're on at midnight, we're in, a, in your Twitter chain, and yeah. some, some of the people do kind of talk like that. I yeah, they do. Yeah, people do. Mm. Some people take things very hi, literally. Hi, hi Alan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I saw that. That guy just shit his pants. That's, That's fantastic. Terrific. All right. Yes, I got what I wanted. <laughs> that has my name mentioned. <laughs> you can now leave the earth. <laughs> my work here is done. <laughs> I can go, babies. <laughs> oh, I thought he was a ghost. He was just trying to leave the earthly plane. 
Oh, right. will you guys end the podcast by saying enjoy your burrito? Because you have nicer accents than I do. Oh, yeah. Please enjoy your burrito. Enjoy your burrito. That's real nice. Did, was that understandable? Mm, I don't know. I didn't hear what you said. Enjoy your burrito. What are you saying? Are those words? <laughs> oh, enjoy your burrito. Oh, I know what that was. I understood that. All right, good. <laughs> Say it in Klingon. Oh, nice. Is that a real one? No. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Are you tired of dating assholes? Do you want a Prince Charming? If so, we're filming a reality show. Sign up here. 12 American women are flown over to the UK for a Bachelor-style reality dating show. There are so many questions about a show like this because it's so odd. These women have been told that they were going to be dating the world's most eligible bachelor, Prince Harry. What? Y'all playing with me, right? You can binge The Bachelor of Buckingham Palace exclusively on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.